0: This is Chanel Bunger with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, and today I'm excited to speak with Dr. Malik Purohut, leader in the field of digital healthcare, physician executive, and regular guest to the podcast, who keeps us updated regularly on healthcare trends he's keeping an eye on. Dr. Purohut, thank you, as always, for joining me today. Why don't you take it away and tell us about some of the things that you're seeing out there?
1: Hey, Chanel, thank you. It's always a pleasure to be on. It's such a wonderful podcast series. You guys do with such a wide reach, and so thank you again for having me. I think one of the things that to me is interesting over the last year to year and a half, and it's a trend that's been happening behind the scenes, but has become much more in the forefront, is the use of AI in different ways in healthcare. Now, I I know when I say the use of AI in healthcare, has been going on for some time, and a lot of people have said, oh, well, AI is there. But I think in this last year, year and a half, there's been a, a shift for the better in many ways. AI typically had been used for a lot of operational things or back-end processes or rev cycle where you're trying to automate a human process that's really a menial task, but then you're just using a machine to do that task. But it wasn't true intelligence per se, but more automation. But what we're seeing now is much more of the intelligence and the support and decision support that we've seen in the clinical realm. And there's been, a, to me, a pretty big shift in that over the past year, year and a half.
0: Perfect, and is there anything else that you're keeping an eye on currently?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think that, that shift is, I think is the big key in terms of the diff- difficulties we're having with staffing and quality and access and all those things that we've been talking about as well in this post-COVID world, where now if you're able to introduce AI into the clinical space, you've now made that process much better for everybody, which then allows better access and better care and faster care oftentimes. So one example is recently, we implemented a radiology AI tool. Uh, Dr. Gore was a big part of that. And he wanted something that we could take the radiology list and triage based on urgency. So you know, if somebody comes in the emergency room, for example, you may get uh, hundreds of patients getting getting a CT scan or MRI, but not all of those are as urgent as the next one. Some obviously require immediate attention, some can wait, and having the ability to triage that from a clinical perspective uh, is immensely important. So implementing that, and allowing the, the most urgent things to come to the surface fastest for radiologists to have a final read, that is a huge improvement in care right there. The second and the radiology world, is the use of identifying incidental findings. Incidental findings are things that you don't expect to find, but you do. So, for example, you might get a chest x-ray to uh, for a patient suspecting pneumonia, and you may or may not find the pneumonia, but you may end up finding a lung nodule, for example. And then that lung nodule needs follow-up with CT or other care, and that part often gets missed because you're trying to take care of the acute situation for the patient but you don't want to miss that longer-term care that the patient does need because sometimes that can be major cancer or other things that you can catch early. So having a way to automate that process of saying, okay, we found an incidental finding. What we're going to do is automate that process of sending that as a follow-up uh, order for both the patient and the, the PCP to then follow up and say, oh, you know what? I need to get a CT chest and get that done, schedule the appointment in real time, and then have the results come up. And so that whole process doesn't get lost to follow up. So I think those are huge huge areas. The other area that I think is very important is also the world of documentation. In some studies, we've seen that in the US uh, for physician documentation, we have actually 30 to 38% lengthier notes in the US than we do in any other world, any any other part of the world. As you can imagine, that's a lot of wasted time and causes burnout for many people. So there's many great solutions out there that automate that entire process and often are really good at providing decision support. And so now the physician can focus directly on the patient during that interaction rather than focusing simply on getting their note in the chart while the patient's talking, where you can understand you're splitting out your attention and as such, you might miss some things. And so now that you can focus fully on the patient and let that AI part work for you, that piece is improving tremendously. The same thing on the nursing side, Uh, nursing documentation and nursing automation with AI, we're seeing huge advancements in that space as well. That's another area that that has been underutilized. And so as we're seeing this development of AI, and generative AI, particularly with language modules and what they add uh, with chat GPT being the forefront of it, but also from Bard and others that are doing this, it allows much better clinical activity and much higher level clinical activity, leading to better safety, better quality, less burnout, and more retention in the healthcare space.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you, Dr. Purohim, for keeping us updated on all these important trends and for joining me once again on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank
1: you. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. I'm looking forward to the next one.
0: It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks,